Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's a... I mean, it's... No. This is TV worth talking about. This is Shrine of Telly. Hello and welcome to Shrine of Telly. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. As always, please make sure you're subscribed to us. And if you support us on patreon.com forward slash shrine pod, you'll get these episodes before anyone else. Now, in the words of Len Goodman, this is week seven. And today we're going to be talking about Love Island, Only Murders in the Building and Jed Mercurio's first ever TV drama, among other bits. But first... A catch-up, if you will. Um, I've spent the week haggling with utility companies over my bills. Uh, Reb has been trying to get some sleep in between the cat and the heat. And Hannah, you've been at the most stunning-looking wedding. Uh, where were you? France? I was in the south of France, guys, at literally the most stunning-looking wedding. It was one of those, you know, like... I'm wedding planning at the minute, so is Rebecca. But if anyone has a Pinterest or an Instagram, you see these weddings and you're like, how are they real? Or these people are clearly millionaires. I never thought I would be at a wedding that looked like that. It was so aesthetic, but um, I was. So it was incredible. Oh my God, it looks stunning. What was the French food like? Well, like what was the starter main course dessert? I love hearing about food at weddings. The food was unreal. And as I told you guys last week, there, my friend is marrying a chef. And my uh, friend's new husband, Jack Croft, owns the 13th best restaurant in the UK, which is called Fallow. Which um, I which went to in the London, other week. Delicious. Which was just, yeah. ah, and spoke about for years and didn't realise the connection until we saw on Instagram. So the food was incredible. There was um, so many oysters and just like breads and cheeses. And Rebecca, there was this whole stand you would have loved. Now, this was the cocktail reception, but there was a whole vegetarian stand with like hummus and different types of bread and olives and vegetables and gin and tonics, free flowing gin and tonics. And the minute we got there till the end of the night, the most gorgeous white wine, red wine. I got this fabulous. So the main course was duck for all the carnivores. I got this amazing like barbecued sweet potato with this like pesto-y type sauce and just salads. It was 38 degrees. So I felt like we were in normal people. You know, when Mariana, Mariana <laughs> yeah. Connell go to Italy, that's what it was yes. like because we also all rented a big villa. So I was like, who are we? So just loads of like light, beautiful food. The barbecue the next day had like incredible ice cream and I got this amazing like roasted celeriac. It was just, I honestly felt like I was living someone else's life. Oh, stop. It looked so amazing. So happy for your pals. They looked like they had a ball. Yeah, I was best into the Instagram stories. Like, absolutely bad into them. It looked, like, incredible. Looked like the best time ever. 
And they're all in the highlight there for you now, Brandon, if you want oh, to check back Oh, lovely to go in. back and have another look. Uh, Rev, exactly. what's been going on with you? Uh, I was away in Westport in County Mayo for the weekend, <laughs> meeting up with my godmother who I hadn't seen for two and a half years. The last time I saw her was December 2019 before the pandemic. So myself and my mum went down to see her and we had a gas weekend, got the train down, sat outside drinking cocktails because the weather's really good at the moment. Uh, I know all across Europe, but like in Ireland, it's never 20 something degrees, like especially in Mayo. So the weather was fab. So I just ate and drank all weekend and um, yeah, had a great time. Like, love it. Great crack. Do you know what I mean? And Brendan, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I went, I got the train to Belfast last weekend up on Friday, went for a lovely meal with a friend of mine it was a tasting menu right where they don't give you the menu until the end so you have no idea what's coming out or oh my God. even better again so you don't know what's coming out obviously as they bring each each course they tell you what it is but you don't know when it's going to end and the plates just kept coming and then at the end when you ask for your bill they put the menu down in front of you and you can look at what you've had. So that was like really cool. I loved it. And then came back to Dublin on Saturday and had the time of my life at Westlife supported by Sugar Babes. It was so much fun. It's an unbelievable weekend. You love a tasting menu and you I love a gig, Brendan. Yeah, I do. Yeah, two of my favourite things. Yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Okay, well, we talked some telly. Uh, yeah, I just want to apologise, Brandon. I'm actually not going to be talking about Love Island this week. Oh, I've are you not? series yesterday. Go on. Yeah, I had been obviously bet into Love Island because it's been such a good series. Um, yeah, and it's so good, especially the last kind of week or so after the Casa and more Fallout and all that. But um, I binge watched a series on Netflix yesterday, so I'm going to be talking about that. Okay, well, do you, I mean, do you want to kick off, Reb? I mean, why not? Okay, so this actually came up randomly on my Netflix recommendations. So it was released back in 2016, but it was only added to Netflix, I think, last month. And it's called The Secret. I don't know if any of you guys ever watched it, did you? Is, is this based on the book of the same name? No, no, not right. the manifesting law right. of attraction. You'd you be no. into that now. No. I would be, and I've watched that before, but no, this is a uh, four-part series, and this is, it's a brilliant series, but it's also really grim, because it it is inspired by a true crime story, so it follows the real-life murders of Trevor Buchanan and Leslie Howell, and they happened back in 1991 in Coleraine in Northern Ireland, so it's a four-part mini-series, and it's all based on a book written by a journalist, so the book was called Let This Be Our Secret, and the journalist is a fellow called Derek Henderson who is Belfast based um, so James Nesbitt plays Colin Howell who back then was a well respected dentist and pillar of the community and he seemed very happily married to his wife Leslie but then he starts having an affair with a woman called Hazel and the pair of them then make a plan to kill their spouses um, so it's really dark and really shocking and just harrowing but I think it's James Nesbitt's best role. Really? Like, he is so brilliant in it. It's so oh shocking. God. And I watched the whole thing in one afternoon. The fact that he's a dentist, and I know this is kind of irrelevant because it's a true story, but the fact that he's yeah. a dentist makes it creepier. And that part, yeah, yeah especially creepy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's her, like, it's absolutely awful. Um, but the the show is the story is well told in the show, so that's all out on Netflix. Four part miniseries. It was nominated for a couple of Baftas the year it came out, but I don't think it won any. Okay. Um, but it's all on Netflix now. If you're looking for something new, I think I'm going to watch that this weekend. I have a very incredibly rare weekend with nothing to do, um. So I think I'm going to get that on the list. To be honest, sounds brilliant. Love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so um, that was my big show of the week, The Secret on Netflix and not The Law of Attraction. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Uh, Brendan, yes. what was your one? Tell us about your big So chosen. mine is uh, Bodies by Jed Mercurio. So this is his first, obviously, Jed, of Line of Duty fame. Um, this is his first ever uh, TV drama. So it was released way back in 2004. So it's a BBC medical drama. Um, but it recently, like the same as Rev's one there, it went on to Netflix. And I think it's also on Prime, but I'm not sure. So I would describe it as stressful, gruesome, and really grim. So, like, it's a really, for me, uncomfortable watch. It's also fairly old, so, like, it's kind of a bit grainy, you know? I think they've tried to buffer it up for, like, a HD screen, but it hasn't quite worked. And it can be a little saucy at times as well. Like, you get your fair share of a bare arse now and the like, you know? Yeah, I know, doctors and nurses having a bit of hanky-panky. Yeah, bodies, exactly. Uh, So the whole thing, basically, right, to summarise it, is about how bad doctors, so like people who've like are higher up the chain, but they're a bit lazy and they're a bit incompetent, basically save the arse of other bad doctors and how the hands of newer and good doctors who want to make things better for patients are basically tied by these more senior, more powerful people. It is an infuriating and really, really frustrating watch. It's like hospital politics, backstabbing, cover-ups, people trying to do their best while like also trying to climb the career ladder. And like within the first five minutes, there's a storyline which I kind of think is sort of like the medical equivalent of, do you remember the, the number six that was upside down as the number nine on the first episode of Line of Duty, season yes. one, episode one? There's a very similar... Like, it's not the same thing, but you can see the similarities between that and what happens in the first five minutes of this. And you are in. Like, you're absolutely hooked. So, it stars, wait for this, Jimmy Lakewell himself, Patrick... I'm going to press the crossover is this week. No, I know. Uh, Patrick Belady. I'm, I really apologise if I'm pronouncing his surname wrong. And now, when I say... He is a fucking idiot of an obstetrics uh, obstetrics and gynecology surgeon. And I'm not (laughs) exaggerating when I say he is one of my most hated TV characters ever. Like, ever. He's arrogant. 
he's incompetent and he's kept safe in his job because he's basically a really good like in, in theory he's good at the academic side of things he gets his research into loads of medical journals and key uh, he attracts loads of funding for the hospital so even though he's a bumbling fucking idiot responsible for like patient safety he's kept in his job uh, he honestly I hate him and I can't remember the last time I've hated a TV character as much uh, it also stars Mr. Max Beasley you might remember him off of the 90s um, he plays this new registrar Rob Lake and he basically works below um, Patrick and Rob just be riding one of the nurses now right in the in the staff room a lot of the time what? and honestly his bum is in it so much I think it should be in the credits like his bare backside is in it a lot. Um, loads of other familiar faces. There's loads of faces you'll know from Line of Duty and loads of other shows that we love as well to pop up as kind of just sort of like, not cameo roles, but you know, they're sort of like in and out just as patients, like as kind of secondary sort of storylines. And yeah. also... Um, the Irish actor Susan Lynch. So you'll know her as Alison in Happy Valley. She was Stace in Save Me. Uh, she was oh. Anna in Killing Eve and she was Liz in Unforgotten. She's a Northern Irish actress and you'll definitely, definitely know her face. And also Priya Kalidas is also in it. She's probably best known as Amira Masood um, in EastEnders. Um, I've almost finished the first season. So um, it's high drama. Brendan. So yes, so there's... Uh, the Well... There was due to be three. So, right. So there's six episodes in the first season, right? And then it was so good. It got nominated for awards and it won a couple of awards as well back in 2004. So the BBC then um, uh, ordered a, a second season and they upped it to 10 episodes, right? But now, obviously, right. I haven't started season two yet, but obviously something went awry there because instead of season three, there was just one feature length special to wrap it up. So... It's, oh, there's a really strong start but it can only be going one way God, judging by the way the seasons kind of panned out um, but interesting maybe he started watching Line of Duty maybe he started writing Line of Duty I think potentially yes better offer potentially yeah, yeah I mean that was many years later but yeah 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 uh, and come here speaking of Line of Duty Rev, most of the episodes are directed by Line of Duty's John Strickland who directs oh, most of Line of Duty God, yeah um, so yeah it's really good I think you'll both be into it like it's it's very graphic it's obviously to do with a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, pregnant women and a lot of labours but also other you know issues that, that, that yeah so there's a lot going on it's graphic it's really tense it's really fucking stressful it's really frustrating I've cried a number of times um, oh, but, wow. it's, but it's very good it's very 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 good and I definitely recommend it Bodies by Jeb Mercurio are really? you going to keep going with it now? Are you going to watch oh, season two and then season three? Absolutely. Wrap up special. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely going to keep going with it, yeah. Okay, Hannah. that's a brilliant recommendation. I am going to talk about Only Murders in the Building, which I talk about pretty much every week, but I've never picked it as my big show of the week because it's only back. So season two, it is streaming on Disney Plus, returned on the 28th of June with a double whammy. We got two episodes and then you're getting one. I think it's every... Wednesday no every Tuesday after that and we've got another 10 episode season so just to recap you for anyone that hasn't watched this yet it stars the unlikely trio of Steve Martin Martin Short and Selena Gomez it was actually created by Steve Martin and another man called John Hoffman oh. and it is a mystery comedy 
TV series. So the plot follows three strangers, played by Steve, Martin and Selena, who share an obsession with a true crime podcast. It's really funny. And basically there's a fire in the building in the very first episode. They all have to leave. But the new episode of the true crime podcast that they're all listening to has just dropped. They end up having an unlikely meeting in a restaurant across the road while the fire brigade sort out their building, which they live in, which is called the Arconia, which is a affluent Upper West Side apartment building. They're all there for various different reasons. Steve Martin's character is an aged out actor. Martin Short's character has money. Does he have money? Why is he there? And Selena Gomez had the apartment gifted to her by a grandparent. But they're mixed in with loads of really big characters and suspicious people and celebrities. Sting is in the first season. That's when I turned it off. When Sting appeared, I was like, I'm done. I know. I stopped on season one. I know. I must carry on because you're you're raving about it so much. I will go back and finish it. You stopped on Sting. I stopped on Sting. Yeah. I would have liked that. I loved when John Bon Jovi was (laughs) in Sex in the City. I love a cameo. I love nothing more. Do you remember, guys, when Holby City and Casualty used to do crossover episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you'd see like a doctor from Casualty in the background of Holby City or you'd have a big one where like a truck could drive into the to Holby City Hospital and everyone from Casualty would have to come over and help. I'd nearly be going inside out <laughs> with the excitement. I love a cameo. <laughs> so they're across the road. They're in, a, they're in a restaurant and they figure out that they're all listening to the same true crime podcast, which is a piss take of Serial which is the podcast I think it's safe to say got podcast to where they were now but Tina Fey is playing a piss take version of Serial host Sarah Koenig it's so funny so dry (laughs) exactly and like just the way she's talking about things and like I mean we all love podcasts we love TV shows we love true crime it just actually makes me cry laughing because most of what I listen to is that genre so then to hear Tina Fey who I adore take the piss out of it so well it's brilliant so anyway then a suspicious death happens in the Arconia in their building this is all First season, this is all in the trailer. I'm not giving anything away, but that suspicious death then sees the neighbours decide to start their own podcast to investigate the death. That oh. season one, it's absolutely brilliant. No, I need to watch this. I'm absolutely, I'm already, I mean, yeah, it's so good. It's a big, cozy hug, but it's also got the mystery element. It's got that, it's got that bingeable quality that you'll want to keep watching. So lucky for you guys, you have 14 episodes waiting for you. And then you can kind of catch up with the excitement week on week. Couple of other things. Two days ago, season three was um, renewed or bought in. So that is so exciting. They also got Emmy Awards, so it has been nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series. And both of the male leads, now unfortunately, and I really don't understand why Selena Gomez was snubbed, but Steve Martin and Martin Short are both up for lead actor in a comedy series. Cannot recommend it enough. It's one of those I really look forward to every week when it comes out. Oh, and I love one a week as well. Yeah. One a week. Disney Plus waiting there for you. Really exciting. Half an hour. Also, can I say the opening credits are so... I love the music, but the graphics for the opening credits are some of my favourite. I watch them every time. I just really, really like them. (laughs) Won't even skip ahead. And of course, there was another Murders to Solve in season two. Won't give anything away. Won't tell you who it was. But one of our favourite characters or one of the prominent characters that we know may now be... um, Oh murder. my god. Oh, god. oh exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'd be dead. Do you know what I mean? He's running around and the guys have to solve it. And also Cara Delevingne is the cameo in uh, season oh. two. Oh wow. Which oh controversial. She's been very interesting lately. 
Um, <laughs> but she is in the show. Sorry, so, what's she done lately? I, I, I have no idea. What's she? Oh, what? she's gone real weird, oh, Brendan. Hanging out of award shows. Hanging out of Megan Desalian at award shows. Oh right, popping up left, right, and centre. She's just gone a bit um eccentric. She's great eyebrows though. Does. 10 out of 10 yeah. brows and she's in this show <laughs> and we've yeah we've got another 10 episodes and then a season 3 to look for which is so yeah Only Murders in the Building Disney Plus new episodes every Tuesday cannot recommend it enough stunning okay. I'm, I'm gonna get back um, on right. it God, I'm gonna watch all them now yeah, yeah me too actually out. I have to say it's one of the only weeks where I really am gonna watch all of the big shows <laughs> <of the week. laughs> normally I just go yeah I'll watch it. that yeah oh normally I have you as muted guys not doing something else <laughs> <laughs> Clicking her nails against the keyboard book the yeah. next day appointment. Um, okay, brilliant. Now, guys, we have lots of TV news this yeah. week. Tell you something. Oh, please do. Right. So, uh, Hannah, you watch the Kardashians. That's coming back on. The, I think it's the twenty second of September for season two. It is. We got a trailer this week, and Pete Davidson is making an appearance. Yeah, and we're going to see the whole um, like process of Courtney picking out that wedding dress and all, and uh, Chloe and Tristan and all that jazz. Now, I don't even watch the thing, and I know all the latest drama between them. I must give it a go. Yeah, now I watch it. I'm glued to it. I love them. But I have to say, that trailer, I'm like, I cannot watch anything. I can't watch any more content from Courtney Kardashian's wedding. If they try and make this a massive storyline for season yeah. two, I will snap. Yeah, I feel like um, we're all at it at this stage. I feel like I was fucking there myself. Is this one where she was waddling up the steps in the D&G dress? Yeah, she's yeah. 15 yeah. weddings and then yeah. she had the one in Portofino sponsored by, literally, I'm not exaggerating, sponsored by D&G. They all wore D&G. D&G paid for the whole thing. It was all over Instagram for two weeks. And Chloe's apparently back with Tristan, which I just can't support <gasps> and I can't listen to an- anymore. So, I don't know. They'd want to pull a few storylines out of their arse now for this second. Oh, season. you know, Chris Jenner works hard. She'll come up with something. Exactly. I've no, I've no doubt, but I'm just not thrilled by the trailer. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, now, has anyone watched Top Boy, Hannah? I think you may have mentioned it before on the podcast. Have you watched it yet? Do you know what? It's right up my street and I watched a couple of episodes of season one and I never got into it, oddly enough. So, oh. no. Okay. Well, uh, Barry Kogan and Brian Gleeson, they're both going to be in the new season of Top Boy yes. when it comes out and they started filming it already in London. I think I'm going to get into it, to be honest. You know, Drake saved it from getting, not necessarily cancelled, but he funded it so that it could continue um, continue making new episodes. Oh, no, I didn't oh, know cool. that. Yeah, Drake loves it. Okay, so it's a UK-based crime drama and it's two, it's two London drug dealers, but do they are they in competition with each other or are they like working together? Again, I literally watched it years ago. I really need, you know what, I'm probably going to watch a couple of episodes so I can talk on it next week. Well, anyway, that's coming back for another season. Now, if you're into the sports documentaries, which I know they've become really popular like recently, especially the Formula One, uh, the Michael Schumacher one was was absolutely like it was 10 out of 10. It was so good. Well, um, David Beckham's actually just signed a deal with Netflix and he's going to be doing a big documentary series. So oh, it's wow. a number of episodes. No way. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I wonder so is Vicky going in it? Oh, I'd say she will be. I'd say she'll be dolled up and doing it. What do they call it? Like a talking head? Do you know? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it's going to have like unseen archive, untold stories, interviews with people who've been part of his life journey. And then Netflix are like, it's going to go beyond the shine of stardom, explore his humble working class beginnings in East London and the drive and determination that led him to become uh, one of the most recognisable and scrutinised athletes of all time. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, I think that sounds absolutely brilliant. That sounds yeah. brilliant. 
I will definitely watch that. And then uh, Black Mirror season six cast just announced today. Oh, go on. Who's in it? Go on. So Aaron Paul, who you'll know Great. from Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. And Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. More recently, uh, he's going to be in it. Zazie Beats, who loves Zazie Beats. Deadpool. She's in Atlanta. Yes. That's the, yeah, that's the other one. Uh, Josh Hartnett, who was in um, Pearl yeah. Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just, yeah. Throwback. Um, Kate Mann. I haven't heard from him in years. I haven't no. heard from Josh Hartnett in years. I think he kind of decided to do more indie movies and stuff like that uh, rather than all the big Hollywood movies. Uh, I've seen him in, um, I seen him in Jones and Stephen's Green Shopping Centre once years ago. Stop it. Was it? Yeah, sorry to God. What was he buying? I didn't see what he was buying, although the other time I seen someone in the Stephen Screen shopping centre. I was, know where you're going. The hot priest in Tiger, as if that's going to leave my memory. It was the hot priest in Tiger and he bought. And the only reason I didn't go up to him, because that Tiger is tiny. It's a one-way system. <laughs> and the man had bought four pillows and he was holding them all. And it was Christmas week. And I said, because you could not see his face for the pillows. Like he looked incredibly stressed. And I say he was only in there for a roll of uh, wrapping paper. And I said, I won't go up to him. But yeah. It's a hotbed for talent in there, guys. It is. Green Shopping Centre. It is, yeah. Oh, sorry, girl I follow on Instagram, Hannah Saunders, right? She uh, owns a PR company in Dublin and she works like around the Stevens Green area. She walked by Pierce Brosnan today in Dublin. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and she said she didn't know what he was here for, but he seemed to be in great form and she wasn't sure if he was just here for a holiday or whatever. Fine Navin, man. Or if it was for a series. So anyway, you heard to hear first yeah. in the podcast. Sorry, back to the TV news about <laughs> Black Mirror season six. So Kate Mara is in it. And you'll know Kate Mara, obviously, from House of Cards season one and... She's, she's Rooney Mara's sister, isn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's she, going yeah. out with... Was she the one going out with Joaquin Phoenix or is it her? Is it the other one? No. No, Ro- I think Rooney was Ro- was going out with him. Right. And then Kate Mara's the sister who was in House of Cards. She's the red-haired... Um, is she a journalist? She is. Jesus, I haven't watched that in a long time. Yeah, House Anyways, of Cards, yeah. She's in- um, and Danny Ramirez, who is most recently in Top Gun Maverick. So they're all among the cast for Black Mirror season six. Now, the interesting part about this is, according to Variety, that this is only the cast for three episodes of the season. Oh, what? They're, 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 yeah, well, yeah. They're, they're normally the, the series are quite short, aren't they? There's normally only about three, four in in a se- in a season. Am I right? Oh, I you've been traumatized in a while. Yeah, no, the last one I think might have only been three episodes, but I think yeah. this one's definitely going to be longer gonna anyway. Be more, if they're saying okay. that there's uh, you know there's more to be announced, yeah. so we'll get the rest of the cast soon. So we'll let, we'll keep you up to date with that. Lovely. That's all my TV news anyway. Do you use of any? Well, I guess the the Emmy nominations oh, were. No, sorry. The the Emmy nominations were announced earlier on today and Succession's leading yeah. the way with 25 nominations, which is absolutely incredible. And I'm also thrilled for Ted Lasso, 20 nominations. Um, but The White Lotus is tied with Ted Lasso with the same amount of nominations, which I'm a little bit perplexed about. I don't think it's quite at the same level, television. Oh, different genres. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked the White Lotus. It was absolutely bonkers. Yeah, love a bit of Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Um, But yeah, Succession, like absolutely head and shoulders above the rest there with 25. And the other little bit of a kind of, mm, I guess it is TV news, is that apparently Disney Plus is not releasing Disenchanted into cinemas. And we already know this about Hocus Pocus. They've already confirmed that Hocus Pocus 2 is going to be released on the streaming platform like exclusively. And it looks like they're going to do the same with the with the uh, uh, follow-up to um, Enchanted, which is just really interesting that a streaming company is like, we don't need the cinema because 
you're going to watch it on the television. They've yeah, done that with stuff yeah. before. They did that with their new animation, Turning Red. So uh, that's, yeah, they have done it, but it kind of causes ructions because especially with Disenchanted, people want to see it in the cinema. Yeah. I don't get it. Just do both. Yeah, yeah, I guess they're trying to get more people to subscribe by not putting it in the cinema. Did you see there was a graphic that was shared recently and it was like uh, like a bar chart of the budgets that each of the streaming services have to spend or that they spend. And Disney's is like literally off the chart. Like their budget, like their, their spend on content for Disney Plus is like... 10 times that of like your Netflixes, your HBOs and all the rest. It's Jesus. insane. Yeah, it's huge. They'll have more budget after releasing Hocus Pocus 2 on a stream or I'll be subscribing 16 <laughs> times to watch it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I'm just like, well, they obviously have done the maths on it, but for me, a cinema ticket yeah, is same. more valuable than a subscription yeah. because mo- like, if you only want, like, are you going to stick around? If you only want to see Hocus Pocus, are you going to sign up and stick around? You'll just sign up, get a free trial and cancel. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, some people forget. They've got to work. That's day. Yeah. Make a couple of million from people forgetting, though, wouldn't you? You would make a couple of million from people forgetting. Uh, Hannah, <laughs> what is your TV news? So, did you see that Squid Game is the first non-English language series to be nominated for Outstanding Drama in the Emmys? A cleaned up. No. Um, four of the stars from it also nominated. And also in Emmy news i thought this was interesting i'm delighted for her sydney sweeney is nominated for acting in both the white lotus and euphoria which Aww, i just think yeah. is like incredibly iconic go her did you see the video um, of her bringing her mom no will you put in our whatsapp group yeah 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 you jesus like euphoria is just so bloody good though like it's, it's huge just, oh that that last dance sequence brenda do you ever get to that i dance never got to that point Bonnie no Tyler, no do you know i think it i think it might have i was finishing season one i think it might have come off now and then it might have gone back on i think it's back there so i need to i do need to carry on with it yeah because i want to get yeah. to that scene that you were telling me about yeah that's towards the end of season two that right. was great yeah it's so good i love it and then uh, Stranger Things news for anyone that loves Stranger Things this is so exciting so the Duffer brothers Matt and Ross Duffer have formed Upside Down Pictures and they have recommitted to Netflix for several new projects so we are now getting a live action Stranger Things spin-off series based OMG. on an original idea by the Duffer brothers we're getting and I'm really excited about this a new stage play set within the world and mythology of Stranger Things. Now, I have no idea if they plan to tour this or if they, well, I mean, they probably do. If they're going to put a whole stage production together and they're not just going to film it and put it on Netflix, I presume they're going to tour it and you guys are going to get free tickets to see it in the board, gosh, and I'm going to come with you. They have also committed to a series adaptation of uh, Stephen King and Peter Straub's 1984 novel, The Talisman, and a new live action series adaptation of Death Note which is a Japanese manga and anime series so they're just doing a load of stuff with this new production house Upside Down Pictures so loads more to come from the world of Stranger Things from them very exciting brilliant can't wait for that Um, okay guys this week's voice note recommendation it comes from Love Island experts and my pod on paper host Orla Condon hello there Rebecca Hannah and Brendan of Shrine of Telly I am so glad you are back in my ears talking about TV I am Orla Condon host of my pod on paper uh, Love Island podcast if you're not listening please do and I'm here to convert the not yet converted to Love Island I know I've had this conversation with you Brendan on 98FM this week about why 
why people should watch Love Island if they don't already. And I have to say, for anyone hesitant this season who was nervous to dive back in after the car crash telly that was last year, you need to get on board and you need to get on board fast. We are halfway through now. We have had the most dramatic first four and a half weeks that I have ever seen in Love Island. And I'm absolutely hooked. Like, I cannot tell you, I am living for the daily updates. I am living for the little bits of news that are breaking throughout the day. I'm living for all the conspiracy theories of what's going on and are people in it for fame or are they in it for love? I mean, it's a bit of both, if we're being honest. But it's just top-tier reality TV and I just think that anyone who is questioning whether they should get involved this year it is not too late please dive on in it is easy to pick on up where you've missed maybe drop, drip back to the start of casa more and then pick it up from there other than that uh the, the Real Housewives are always keeping me company. I am loving Beverly Hills at the minute uh, with new episodes coming up weekly and I'm loving The Ultimate Girls Trip uh, which is kind of the all-star series. The second series that is out at the minute as well. And the second series is so much sassier than the first series. A lot more drama, a lot more fallouts which is exact, exactly what I need. And then the last thing that I find myself watching at the minute is the Amazon Prime series The Summer I Turned Pretty which is from the same team that brought us to All the Boys I Loved Before um, and it's very teen drama, romance, summer, Hamptons, boys, teenage boys with floppy hair, girls who are kind of coming into themselves, like all the things that I love in like a teen drama type series. Like it gives me some Dawson's Creek vibes, but very much with through the lens of two all the boys I loved before, which just felt like such a breath of fresh air. Um to rom-coms and to teen rom-coms so I'm really really enjoying that and I think that's on Amazon Prime so that's what I'm watching at the minute I'm excited to hear what you guys are watching I binged hacks after you guys were talking about it on a recent episode and I'm obsessed so please any more suggestions send them my way Orla, thank you so much for your recommendation this week. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, that is yeah. it for uh, Shrine of Telly Week 7. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe. Please tell your friends about us. Support us on patreon.com forward slash Shrine Pod to get these episodes early. Keep cool in this heat wave, very importantly. And uh, we'll be back next week for, am I right, guys, in saying it's our final Shrine of Telly before we take our summer break next week? It is, yes. It is. Yes, we're going to go in our holly bops, guys. We are. Yeah, we're, we're... Hannah's getting married. Hannah's getting married, yeah. I've so much to do for the bleeding wedding, guys, honest to God. So I'm, really, I'm, I'm in need of a tan. And, and we'll, if you want some help with anything, will you let me know afterwards? This is not a, po- a conversation for the podcast. We'll, we'll continue, yeah. we'll we'll continue, to help continue this afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I just need you to read every reading on the internet and every book and every page that exists and then pick the ones for me and then have them back by tonight so I can send them to the celebrant. That'd be brilliant. Brilliant. No Stunning. Problem. Not a problem. We'll get Thanks right on it. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll chat to you next week. Goodbye. Ta-ra. This is TV worth talking about, and we want to hear what you have to say. Find us now on Twitter and Instagram at ShrinePod. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.